Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle have won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. The Brisbane Broncos and the New Zealand Warriors game has just wrapped up and we have our grand finalists for 2023. We will have the Brisbane Broncos taking on the Penrith Panthers at Accor Stadium next Sunday. How bloody good. In my opinion, we have got the two best teams in the competition going head-to-head on grand final day, which is exactly uh, what I wanted selfishly. Uh, I know the Melbourne Storm and the New Zealand Warriors, very good seasons to get to where they did, uh, but for me, these two teams have been well and truly above everyone else for pretty much the entirety of the season. Um, you know, the Melbourne Storm, we said from the start of the season, were really worried about their pack, uh, that it was always going to be an issue. The New Zealand Warriors, we said five or six weeks ago, we just didn't think they were on the same level as the Broncos uh, and the Penrith Panthers, which, you know, isn't an insult. There's also, you know, 14 other teams below the New Zealand Warriors that aren't on that level too. And there's about probably 12 other teams that I don't think are at the Warriors level either. So um, there are a lot of stages to this competition and the Warriors, they have gone from 15th last year to probably third for me. Uh, They've had an incredibly good season and tonight's a really good opportunity to take a lot of lessons away from this game and come back bigger and better next year. I love the direction the New Zealand Warriors are heading in. The atmosphere around them and the hype around them this year has been fucking sensational and they will come back bigger and better next year, I hope. Uh, Let's talk about it off the very top. Jordan Rickey uh, scored a try that was absolutely shambolic. Uh, uh, for fucking, there was obviously one forward pass. I personally thought there was probably two forward passes in the play. Uh, it was a dreadful call. There is no doubt about that whatsoever. I have no idea how the first forward pass, how they managed to get away with that. Yeah, uh, there, there is no defending that. It was a really bad call, no doubt about it. Did it decide the game for the Warriors? In my opinion, no, it didn't. Um, I thought that the Brisbane Broncos were the better side throughout. I really don't think the New Zealand Warriors... Uh, played overly well, to be completely honest with you guys. It wasn't their best performance. They didn't defend the way they wanted to defend. Um, you know, did that call have an impact on the game? 100% it did. Yeah, because it was a try scored off the back of it, and I understand that. But I think we do need to sort of accept that, yeah, it was a bad call, but, you know, they were. it was 24-12 at that point, I think. A lot of Warriors fans mentioned me saying, oh, the comeback was on. They ruined our comeback. Okay, like, you haven't beaten a top-four team 
all season. And when you're down by 12 against the Broncos at Suncorp and you concede a line break that there's a forward pass off the back of it, that's when you were about to make your comeback. I I don't know about it. I'm, I'm not really buying it, to be completely honest with you. I think that had that call gone the other way, sure, maybe the scoreline's closer, but I personally thought the Brisbane Broncos uh, were the better side all night. I thought going into this game, they were the better side, and I did not really think the Warriors were at the same level as the Broncos and the Panthers, and I thought that tonight did display that. Uh, Tony Staggs, another tough call, 100% sure. Uh, once again, I don't think it decided the outcome of this game. The Warriors missed 48 tackles. They conceded 11 line breaks. Um, they had 47% possession. It's not like they had 30%. They had 47. They were reasonably close to the Brisbane Broncos there, considering the score is 42 points to 12. Um, you know, scored off an intercept early. I, you know, I, I just I, I can't really hear those arguments, to be completely honest with you. This year is a stepping zone for the New Zealand Warriors. You do not win premierships in one season. And I know Warriors fans... Oh, you know what? It's really unfair because there's a small pocket of Warriors fans who are a very loud minority, um, who I think give the Warriors fans a bit of a bad rap. I, I can tell the rest of you fan base out there that go for every other club that I, I think the Warriors are starting to get a bit of a rap that there are a lot of fans that complain and whinge and suck. I have spoken to so many fans who have said, hey, the referee calls were shit, no doubt about that, but we weren't good enough. So I want to give a shout out to those New Zealand Warriors fans. And quite often, um, that is the quiet majority as well. They don't feel a need to point that out because it's how the game went. Uh, but yeah, there is a lot of Warriors fans out there who, you know, are playing off the back of emotion 100%. I fucking love the passion uh, that you have for your footy side, but I'm sorry if you think that call decided this game for you. Um, I think you've really missed the mark there. You considered, you know, 25-odd offloads in this game. Going into this game against the Brisbane Broncos, uh, with the way that they play and how expansive they can be, the last thing in the world you want to do is allow them to offload the footy. Um, they had more offloads in this game than they've had in any other game throughout the season, I'm pretty sure. So, sure, there was a few referee calls that weren't ideal, 100%. I agree with you on that. Did they decide this game, though, for me? Uh, no, they certainly didn't. Uh, the Warriors fans, though, you should be very proud of where your team has come from. Considering where you were last year, honestly, egg all over my fucking face. I didn't give you a hope in hell of playing finals footage. To get to a prelim final is an incredible knock. Sean Johnson, uh, some of the plays he came up with tonight were absolutely magic. I honestly thought he would retire this year. I really did, and I thought he would retire in a pretty ugly fashion. So many positives for the New Zealand Warriors, and I thought Webby, he handled his press conference so well, and this is why, during the season, uh, you know, when the sponsor came out and had the big blow-up about some calls that went against him, and I sort of said, you know, this isn't the culture that Webby's trying to build. This is isn't what he's trying to turn the Warriors into. It isn't a point-the-finger club. We're a get-on-with-it. Let's take care of our own backyard, and let's make sure that we are at 100%. Let's take the referees out of it. And it was so good to see Webby at his lowest point, absolute lowest point off the back of that game, when he quite easily could have put pointed fingers. Yeah, there was bad calls, no doubt about it. He could have pointed fingers. He could have put all the blame on the referees. He didn't. He said, we need to be better. And I'll tell you what, New Zealand Warriors fans, even to those of you that are screaming into your phone and are filthy at me, this is the guy that can lead you to actual success because he is not a fucking finger pointer. He is a guy that understands we need to take responsibility for our actions. We need to take care of our own backyard. 48 missed tackles in a prelim final, conceding 11 line breaks in a prelim final. It is simply not good enough. Take referees out of it. If you let referees decide games, you haven't done enough to win it. And that's Webby's attitude. And that's the attitude that is going to get the Warriors places in the future. Blaming refs, pointing fingers, saying it wasn't our fault, it was their fault. That's going to get you fucking nowhere. 
It's going to get you absolutely nowhere. And this is why I'm such a big believer in Webby and why I've been so impressed with him because he's made hard calls throughout the year and he has stuck to the principles that he knows will build success. You know why? Because he's come from a successful system. He's come from the Penrith Panthers where you take care of yourself and you get your fucking job done and it will lead to success. And you can already see that at the New Zealand Warriors. They are starting to turn the gears. Look at the guys that he's really unearthed this year and sent to another level. Aden Fanua Blake's had his best season. Jackson Ford has exploded. Dylan Walker's had his best season probably since the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Wade Eddington's one of the better hookers in this competition. Sean Johnson has gone to a brand new level. Chan Tickle-Clockstart. He's setting up more tries than I've ever seen before. I can't believe the ball playing he's showing. Dallin Matenis lesniak one of the most dangerous wingers in the comp right now. Webby is doing fantastic things there. And you Warriors fans, you just need to stand by this guy and start to buy into the culture he's building from the players to the fan base. Buy into what Webby is selling you because it will lead to success. Shout out to the Warriors. A fantastic season. Awful for it to end that way. But there are lessons to take away from this. And if they can learn from those lessons, this Warriors side with Roger Tulvasashek returning next year, they are going to be a force to be reckoned with. Very, very exciting times for the Waz. For the Brisbane Broncos, congratulations into the 2023 NRL Grand Final. Unbelievable scenes. I love tonight Billy Walters. A heap of guys got all the attention and whatnot. I thought Billy Walters scoring two meat pies going into the Grand Final with his old man as a coach. Sensational. I remember sitting here at the start of the season going, oh, when are we going to see Blake Moser? It could be round 10. could be round 13. Haven't even heard his name. Have not even heard his name because Billy Walters has cemented himself in that side. So I want to give a shout-out to Billy Walters. Thought he was fantastic tonight. Obviously scoring the two tries. He was unreal. Uh, what did he play? 65 minutes. Great to see from Billy and a really good reward for a guy that has worked hard. He's had to go the long way. He's had to deal with all the shit about being the, uh, the son of the coach and all that sort of stuff. But he's done tremendously well. I was so impressed with him tonight. Reese Walsh, absolute superstar. Throws an intercept to DWZ. As I've always said with Reese Walsh, and you're probably sick of hearing it, but if you've always listened to this podcast, I've always said from day one, Reese Walsh is an absolute superstar, and it's his mentality that sets him apart. And the day I learned that was was when he was playing for the Warriors, and I believe they were actually playing the Broncos. He had three or four shots at field goal. He had another shot at a penalty a penalty shot and whatever. He missed them all. But you know what? He kept saying, I want the fucking football. I, the game's on the line. I want the football. And this is what I've always said with Reese Walsh. He can make 10 mistakes and he's going, give me the ball. I'm ready to make the 11th. Because he li- that's the all-in mentality that he has. He threw an in- intercept to DWZ. For a guy playing in his first prelim final, you've got to remember, this guy's played 55-odd games of first grade. And in a prelim final, he throws an intercept. He should have gone to absolute water after that. Instead, his next three to four touches were either a line break assist, a sensational catch, or a try assist. He was everywhere, Reese Walsh. He was incredible. Was he perfect? No, he never is. And that's the reality of Reese Walsh. But you know what? It doesn't rattle him, and he just keeps taking shots at you. And when, as he matures and as he gets older, the errors are going to start to come out of his game, and you're going to have one hell of a footballer there. Yes, I've seen all the comments on Instagram. If he does that to the Panthers next week, they don't stand to hope. Sure. But you know what? He's going to have to take shots to beat the Penrith Panthers. It's that sort of attitude that Reese Walsh can bring that can beat the Penrith Panthers. If you've got his ability and his confidence and he backs himself, that's how you can beat this Panthers side. And it's easy to say, oh, he'll make errors, he'll lose it for them. Sure. Rightio, it's easy to say that sitting on the couch, but being the guy in the arena and having the mentality to go all chips in and going, you know what? I'm going to try and win this fucking game of football. It might blow up in my face, but I'm going to be the one to try and win this game of football. That's what makes Reese Walsh 
so special and it's why he came into the Origin Arena and he dominated. It's why he's come into finals footy and he has dominated so far. Will it be enough to beat the Penrith Panthers next week? Potentially. Potentially. And I'll tell you what, if it's not, you're all going to jump down his throat because you've all been waiting so long for an opportunity for this kid to stumble. But he has been incredible this year and there is no doubting it whatsoever. He has been so good and I loved I, I knew As soon as he threw that intercept, I thought, okay, beautiful. He's going to brain it the rest of the game. This is the kick up the arse Reese Walsh needs and shock me, the next three players, he absolutely blew it away. That's the sort of guy he is. That mentality is so special. Other guys I thought were fantastic. Herbie Farmworth scored a daily double. He was everywhere. It was unlucky not to score a third try. He was fantastic. I would say he went for 200 plus. Yeah, 232 run meters Herbie Farmworth went for as a center. Very, very impressive. I thought Selwyn Cobbo had a poor error early. Thought there was a moment in the first half where he made a break and he and he just let himself get tackled. He didn't overplay his hand. He didn't kick. He didn't pass. Very matured play there. I thought Jesse Arthurs was good too as well. Did some good things. Uh, 112 odd run meters. Made some good defensive plays. Came up with one try. Very, very impressive. What about Ezra Mam off the left foot? Thanks for coming. What a what a gun he is. Such a talented kid to watch. Uh, Adam Reynolds. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic as always. Just dictated turns, led the team around. To think that the Brisbane Broncos are in a prelim final and they're able to take Adam Reynolds off at the 65th minute, uh, that is a sign of a good footy side. They took Adam Reynolds off in the 65th minute and they didn't put Pat Carrigan on for his second stint. Now, once again, Understand, Warriors fans, uh, you're upset, it's hurting. But once again, look at those numbers. He didn't put Pat Carrigan on for his second stint. He played 50 minutes, that's it. Payne Haas played 60 minutes, that's it. He took Adam Reynolds off with 15 minutes to go. The Broncos were the better team tonight by far and away, and they deserve to be in the 2023 NRL Grand Final. They have been one of the top two teams this year. Uh, Payne Haas, obviously, in that 60 minutes, he got through a heap of work. His first half was huge. I'm just going to get up his stats from halftime because uh, he was absolutely massive. Had a line break in there, which was very impressive. Obviously, bursted open off the back of a Reese Walsh pass, I think it was. Uh, but 122 metres, one line break, two offloads, 19 tackles in the first half. Absolutely killed it, Payne Haas. Very impressive. Uh, a pretty bizarre prelim final. Uh, in the first 28 minutes, we had 36 points. And if Adam Pompey would have kicked his three goals, you would have had 42 points in 28 minutes. It was just shot for shot for shot for shot. Very entertaining footy, but very unlike prelim footy. And I'll be honest with you, I was sitting there watching all these points being scored from both teams. And look, I'll be honest with you, the Warriors, the, the Broncos were the better team tonight, yeah? But they, but they weren't super impressive. They weren't at the level that the Penrith Panthers were at last night. There is no doubt about that whatsoever. They did make a lot of errors. They did turn over a lot of ball. They come up with a lot of poor defensive plays. So I, I don't want you to think I'm going really harsh on the Warriors here because I actually don't think the Broncos were fantastic. They were better than the Warriors, but they weren't at the level they need to be to beat the, the Penrith Panthers next week. And uh, Ke- Kevy Walters made a point of that in his press conference. He said, we, we, didn't, we weren't good enough tonight to the levels we want to be at, but we didn't have to be there tonight. We have to be there next week. So very, very interesting to see what they do this week because the reality is they won that game off offloads. I, I, the New Zealand Warriors, they just allowed too many offloads to them. They allowed them to play second phase footy and they just gassed the New Zealand Warriors. I think they had 12 more offloads in the Wars. I mean, 
you can't you can't be allowing that to a team with Reese Walsh, to a team with Selwyn Cobbo, Hervey Farmworth, Payne Haas, Pat Carrigan. You just can't be doing it. Uh, and when if you're going to allow them to offload like that, they are going to blow you away through the middle. Um, yeah, look, I thought Brisbane were, were really good in this game. They, they were better than the, the New Zealand Warriors, but they do need to go to another level next week. And you know what? They are a team. We said it in the preview. They're going to give you plenty of opportunities. They're going to make mistakes. I think it was 10 errors each, yeah? They're going to make mistakes, same as the New Zealand Warriors. As I said, neither team was fantastic. They both made plenty of errors. Both gave away penalties. Um, neither team was perfect. And the news, the, the Brisbane Broncos, they're going to have to go to a next level if they are to win that game next week. Uh, huge for the Brisbane Broncos, though, to consider, you know, they were wooden spooners, what was it, two, three years ago? To now be in a grand final going up against the Penrith Panthers, it really is incredible. And you have a look at the squad they've built. How many of those guys were there during those dark times? They've managed to get their hands on Adam Reynolds. Another tick uh, for experienced halfbacks, yeah. Especially in this game, you had SJ and uh, Adam Reynolds. I thought both were really, really good in this game. Both came up with some very, very big plays. uh, And it just shows you the importance of an experienced halfback once again. And you look at, you know, the, the four halfbacks left. Jerome Hughes, Nathan Cleary. Um, Sean Johnson, Adam Reynolds. Obviously, the, the the Broncos and Warriors boys, the older guys, but the other two very experienced as well. Jerome Hughes has been around for a long time, played in grand finals, won a premiership. Nath Cleary's been in grand finals. Experienced sevens, they are just so key. Jordan Rickey only had to play 60 minutes, got a spell late in this one as well, which was good to see, well earned. Uh, Kurt Capewell, another solid game, uh, just went about and did his work. So, look... A really good game all round by the Brisbane Broncos. I thought Pierre Cura, he had one or two poor errors. Oh, sorry, Paliasio, when he came on, he had one or two bad errors. Was it one or two? I'm just going through his stat sheet. He had one really poor knock-on at one stage. Yeah, one poor knock-on, a handling error there. Outside of that, I thought he was really good. A lot of good meters and whatnot. Uh, But yeah, look, guys, a fantastic win by the Brisbane Broncos. 42 points to 12. Obviously, uh, there was a lot of refereeing decisions and whatnot that were not fantastic tonight. And I'm not pushing back on them at all. But this idea that I'm seeing around social media from a very loud minority of New Zealand Warriors fans that it cost you the game, I've got to tell you, I can't agree with you on that. I think there's a lot more things that the New Zealand Warriors need to sort out. And I'll tell you what, you've got the coach to sort them out because he understands it. He gets it. He gets that, you know, pointing fingers isn't going to get you to the promised land. It's not going to get you a premiership. Hard work and working on your weaknesses is. The beauty of what Webby's got right now is that this is the side he was given, yeah? Over the next few years, he's going to start to mould this side, not into the team he's given, into the team that he wants. And my God, once Webby's able to get those guys that he wants and get the right guys in key positions with the right mentality. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, the Warriors are going to be a serious, serious handful. So exciting for the New Zealand Warriors. I really do hope this is the beginning of something special under Webby. Roger comes in next year. That's another guy with the right mentality, another guy who will be a fantastic leader for this side. The Brisbane Broncos going on to bigger and better things next week. Heap of content coming your way on the Rugby League Guru podcast this week. We've got so much to touch on for Grand Final Week. It is going to be an absolute belter.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Market.